All right. Matt Gannon in the house, a.k.a. Jurors, a.k.a. Jurors Way uh, betting. He's uh, with us today to, we've been talking basketball a lot. Uh, Jurors also an expert on the basketball. Golf time, let's go. Also an expert on the hardwoods. I saw you had some, there's some good mid-major action today. Uh, but golf season, it's just around the corner. Matt, how excited are you? How are you feeling? Yeah, I mean, I know golf is a seasonal sport, but it doesn't really ever end. But the fall was very bleak this year opposed to other years. So I know you are, and I am itching to get back to Hawaii now uh, around the corner. So a few more weeks, I'm ready to start talking some golf. And yeah, let's get to it. Yeah, the fall swing on the PGA Tour wasn't anything special. And then... We were excited for maybe some DP World Tour excitement, but then uh, they were the bad. Live they Boys were bad came events. and we got like six yeah. to one winners in like half the events. Louis and uh, and uh, Dean Dean uh, took care of business down there in South Africa. So even the fall in uh, the DP World Tour was anything special. But yeah, you couldn't even watch it. It was on at like two, like three a.m. Yeah, it's one of those where like yeah, I'll wake. I had guys like in the mix too most weeks, but not like. If you have like a multiple shot lead, I'll wake up at 3 a.m., 4 a.m. and watch you. But if you're just like right. in the mix, I'm not getting up. Coverage was shitty. Yeah, it was a rough, rough fall for golf, to be honest. The uh, the Aussie events were all right from watching because I was in New York over Thanksgiving. And like, yeah, that was nice to have on at like 11. But primetime golf. But uh, before we get started, kind of goal today is we're going to be doing a season preview via kind of a one and done perspective just going through all these events talking through i'm talking about kind of one and done strategy but also just getting excited for the season by kind of going event by event and picking some winners and we'll see at the end of the year how many of these uh, come to fruition i think i'm going to single bullet these on like a side little side bet each event just to see uh, what happens because it would suck to say some guy's going to win the valspar and then they win the valspar and you don't make any money on it right you got that yeah for sure and before we get uh, into that an exciting announcement that uh, matt will be Helping out, joining the squad at Vincerix this year for golf, uh, doing some stuff on the site, some written content. But what I'm most excited about is uh, each Monday, this will start Sony week, won't be for Century since that's uh, New Year's Day and I'll be at the Sugar Bowl. You've got your Alabama hat on, so Rose Bowl Day, so I won't be talking golf that day. But uh, each Monday when the odds come out, we're going to just sit down quick, 15, 30 minutes, talk through some of the odds where we think there might be some odds that will be moving in one direction or the other in a quick course preview. And then on Wednesdays, talking through some picks, uh, some bets, both PGA Tour, and maybe we'll touch on some some DP and uh, maybe the live as well as that gets uh, going in the middle of the year. But Matt, super excited to uh, kind of officially have you on board the Vincerix team. I know we've been talking about this for a while, but yeah. uh, when it comes to one of the sharpest guys in the game, I think you're that. And uh, that's what we want on uh, Vincerix. So excited to get going. Yeah, we've been talking about it for a long time, and Adam has been doing a lot of work behind the scenes, which you guys probably know to some fruition, but he's been doing a lot and finally got it to work out. We are going to be doing massive things here, so happy to join the team, happy to get rolling. Awesome, yeah, and to that point, we'll uh, we'll have a few things out at the very beginning of golf season, but I think February is really where we're going to hit our stride with some cool stuff on the site. If you've been following along our basketball stuff, kind of using that as a template, we uh, you know started the site. Uh, about a year and a half ago, started the paid stuff last year and uh, excited to talk a little bit more of that as we get closer to the season. I think people will like what we've uh, been working on and obviously took some of the feedback that we got last year and, and hopefully bring it all to fruition for something that people really like for 2024. But that leads us right to 2024, the golf season around the corner. We're just going to kind of go event by event here, talk about them, talk about one and done. But before we do that, just give me, I know you are one and done player, I don't know, you know, to what level you 
do that versus your other types of bets. But what's kind of a high level strategy or if somebody's just doing one and done maybe for the first time or or maybe they've done it for a while, what are some kind of keys or things that you think about before the season that sets you up hopefully for success as the uh, season goes on? Yeah, I think one and done is the perfect bridge to, I guess, get into golf betting, get into wagering on golf because you don't have to be an avid golf fan. You don't have to be in the weeds. Just literally pick one guy a week and let it roll. And strategy-wise, I think it is important to implement a plan. Like Adam and I right now are going to have a set plan, talk about X amount of guys per event. So if you want to do that, if you know enough, put make a list of, 30 plus golfers, uh, along the, along the year. And if you could follow that to as much as you can, that would be a good way to go about it. Or if you want to bet, like, I mean, one guy you bet every week, just whatever it is, stick to that plan. I wouldn't really jump around. Like I'm going to go with this strategy this week, then this strategy next week. Cause it's, it's hard to begin with. It's hard enough to go in and out. So I would say stick to one plan set for the year and roll with it. Yeah, and I think the other piece of that where the plan can be useful and, and kind of we'll talk about it today too of thinking ahead of what are some events where certain guys might be popular or not popular because obviously the best bang for your buck on a, a winner is going to be on that week where you know not everybody is on them. There's kind of that DFS component to it a little bit as well where you're playing against uh, the crowd or a, against a group of people. So having a sense of players that might be popular at certain events and, and we'll talk about that as well. Um, and I'll be honest, some of my initial picks a little I'm chalky out of the gates, I think. And then uh, I'll have some I'll mix it up as we get on. But let's just jump right into it. We're going to do century all the way through the BMW is kind of how we're going to treat it. We know that there's some one and done leagues that end at end up Wyndham. There's some that don't include century. But we're going to talk through these as if our league that we're, you know, thinking about is century through BMW. Um, and let's just do it right out of the gate. Century starting at about a week and or two weeks from today. Actually, we will have golf from uh maui there we haven't compared notes either we have no, i have no idea who you're gonna pick no yeah events, so you have no idea who so i think that's gonna be great and uh, why don't you kick it off with just give me the winner in a couple so, weeks here at century the winner i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with max homa i'm gonna throw him out of the gates early and that is just because he's been playing more golf than a lot of guys over the fall so he has those reps under his belt and He's played here three times already, which is more than I thought he's played in his career. But he's played here three times, and he finished T3 last year. So Max is getting better by the year, and it's pretty obvious in his world ranking. So I'm just going to run out with Max. He like he he loves a minus 15 event, as we all know, but um, he can get the job done at this golf course. Yeah, I think I bet him here last year. He played pretty good. Uh, obviously, couldn't uh, hang in there quite with what uh, was happening at the top leaderboard, but he did play well. Um I'm going to save Max. I've got Ma I got a special event for Max. I'm actually not even going to use him in the California swing either. I've got a, a spot for him later in the calendar. Uh, but yeah, I like Max here. I'm going pretty chalky. And, and this is a guy that my concern is going to be exactly what you just said you like about Max. Max has been playing in the fall. I don't think Xander Shoffley is. I don't know what he's been up to uh, throughout the fall swing. But I'm going to go to a guy who's just been fantastic in his whole career uh, when he comes to uh, Kapalua. I'm going to go with Xander to uh, win this event. Made every single cut last year besides this event to start the year. He was injured. So I think he, he pulled out about midway through uh, the event. But had a great season last year. Didn't quite get it across the line uh, in any of those events. But I have a feeling that he's got a big year ahead of him, potentially. And I'm going to take Xander uh, right out of the gates here. Also, because I don't think Xander is going to win a major. 
I don't really think he's as likely to win some of these other signature events, but he is a top tier player. So I'm just going to get him out of the way early uh, and use him here at the century. It's probably better off. Just it's fucking Xander. Just toss him out there. You don't got to worry about it. Best, I think that's a good, and he'll backdoor a T a T five too. So that's great. Exactly. For yeah. So I'm going to get Xander out of the way. Then I don't have to worry about him the rest of the year. I don't have to be tempted to use him in a major or anything like that. A um, couple of, another guy that I like here. I couldn't, I don't have him in any other spots for the rest of the calendar. So I think he could be interesting is uh Teagues, your boy qualified for this event. Thanks to the uh, win there at the Fortinet that you were on. I think that's a great course for Tagala in the sense great that he kind of hit it wherever he wants. We know the creativity he has great putter, great iron player. Uh, so I kind of like Teagues here. Any other guys or that you like, or will have in mind uh, come century in a couple weeks. Yeah. So I like you, I put two golfers for each event, but the second golfer is kind of like that backup guy. If, if, ex-golfer can't play so i'm gonna go with russell henley although i do have him penciled in somewhere else he's i put one guy for like each uh russell henley he's played here a bunch and he's a guy who can make a ton of birdies not really overthinking it he has a t5 here in his career and yeah just get hot with the putter russell henley that actually leads perfectly into the sony because I don't know if he's going to be playing, but I've got Russell Henley as my winner of yeah. the Sony. Uh, played great last year. It's crazy how high he ranks in some of just the strokes gained, like season numbers. Henley had a great season. Yeah. Uh, we know he came close at Wyndham. We know that how close he's come at this event before. I mean, one thing to keep in oh, mind, we and we'll do. kind of talk. We know. <laughs> you know, you know, extra well how close he's come at this we event do. before. Um, this is one of those events, and I think this is true of a lot of these non-signature events. It's kind of hard to know who might be playing in these events, who might not be playing in it. I have a, I have a, I don't know for sure, but I would, I would assume Russ going to play uh, Sony. He seems to always kind of play those shorter courses where he knows he can win. So yeah. I think Russ will be there. I don't want to use Russ in a big event. Uh, it's Hawaii. It's early in the year. He's been playing great. He's got some reps in in the fall. So uh, give me Russell Henley at the Sony. How about you? Yeah, this is like the first, a lot of them I went with like decent names, but this is the one of the golf courses where I went with like more of an off the radar guy. And I'm, I'm going to throw up Ben Griffin. He's played here wow. once and it was a T12 and Ben Griffin kind of makes sense on these shorter positional courses. We saw him uh, in the Bahamas, I was, I believe where, or Bermuda, one of those courses where he almost won. And then at the Sanderson, I know Sanderson is not really a shorter positional course, but he played well at a, uh, fall birdie yeah. fest so he had those reps under his belt he kind of tailed off a little bit in the fall but like i said we don't know exactly who's going to be playing in this in these uh in this event and there's a golf course where anyone's live if ben griffin finishes into the top 10 no one would really be surprised so I agree. i'm gonna roll him out here yeah i like that and i think we'll try to note some of these tournaments too where like there are certain tournaments where you're going to want to use one of the big guns and then there's some of these tournaments right. where you don't necessarily need to have a plan ahead of time like I don't know, this Myrtle Beach tournament later in the year. You exactly. don't really need to worry about Myrtle Beach until the week of Myrtle Beach. You kind of ride a hot hand there. But some of these you do want to have a little bit of a plan going into because you're going to need to choose amongst the... Or you're going to have to use some good golfers at some point. you got to kind of know when you want to use them. My uh, secondary option here at the Sony, another uh, positional specialist, another guy who played pretty good most of last year. His stats uh, across the board, pretty nice. He's played well at this event before. I think he barely lost to Kuchar. Uh, Andrew Putnam. I'm going to have uh, Andy Putz here as my uh, secondary option at the Sony. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Adam Svensson as my t my oh, secondary option at the Svensson, at the Sony. Guy who loves a shorter position, of course, has a top 10 in here in his career. And a hit or miss, super high ceiling, super low floor. I like him in that in this format. Yeah, and he also played well in the fall. I feel like I bet him maybe the first three events of the fall, and he finished like T16 like every week. He was yeah. super consistent. We know he can win. He won the RSM, which is a, certainly a good comp uh, for this. So, yeah, I think we've 
definitely hit on the head some of those p- positional Bermuda guys. You got Ben Griffin, Russell Henley, Andrew Putnam, and Svenny. I think one of those four guys is certainly uh, going to. Like that, that might be the card, honestly. <laughs> it really might be. You toss Chris Kirk in there, uh, perennial yeah. per- strong performer at the Sony, and uh, you play those five guys at Sony, you're going to get a sweat. It's a lock. Sure. That's a lock. I, actually, I should have. Uh, Chris Kirk, I'm adding him as a, a third option here because I don't, <laughs> I don't really know when I'd use a CK the rest of the year, and, and he finishes top three at Sony seemingly every single season. So, I, your yeah. boy, your Honda winner, uh, Chris Kirk, I'm going to add him here. My guy. Next up, an event that is, uh, it's not a signature event, but it does draw some of the bigger names in versus a lot of these other kind of, like, I think there'll be better players for sure at the Amex than there is at the Sony. Uh, I think we've already seen Cantlay, Xander, some of those guys have already committed. Obviously, Rom will not be at the Amex to defend his title. An event where we've seen some big prices come home. Obviously I had Hudson Swafford a couple years ago. Um, but then last year, and then last year we had Davis Thompson, who was at long odds. I think he was like 200 to one. And then Rom ended up uh, clipping him. But yeah. this is one of those events where you might want to use uh, one of those marquee players. That's actually what I'm going to do. I'll get to that in a second where I'm going to use kind of a step below the very top names, but at one of the marquee players here. Um, but how do you think about the Amex and are you going to go for a big gun? Or are you going to go for somebody off the radar here? Yeah, I'm not going to go with a big gun here either. I'm going to go with Adam Shank, uh, kind of oh. the forgotten man of the the spring. He was super popular every single week, and we head to another approach birdie fest, which is the two things Adam Shank does well, get hot with the irons, get hot with the putter. Um, played a little bit in the fall. He had T20, and we can't forget the top 10 at Eastlake. So a guy who kind of has come into his own and figured out his game, um, Adam Shank at a course where it's super straightforward, just hit your wedges and put well. Adam Shank could definitely do those two things. So I'm going to run him out here. I like that. And uh, yeah, I think he was like ninth, ended up in the FedEx Cup based on that finish yeah. at, uh, at uh, the tour championship. So obviously a great year for Shank. Didn't quite get any of those victories over the line. I'm going to take Shank a little bit later on in a very obvious spot for uh, Shank yeah, going? Uh, later in the season. But uh, I'm going to go. I don't know if he's going to play. Uh, this event i think he should play this event i don't plan on using ludwig in any of the big events i think he's a little overhyped i think he's probably he deserves a lot of the hype but i'm not quite ready to plan on saving him for a signature event or a major i've got other guys that i like there but i do think he wins and i think uh i think he wins an event or two and it might be one of these just step below i like i said i think amex is above the valeros of the world but it's not a signature event so if he plays this event my pick is going to be Ludwig. I think it's perfect for him. The way he drives the golf ball, the way he makes birdies, the way he putts. Uh, this is the type of event where I think he could go super low and play well. So Ludwig will be my selection. But if he doesn't play, going with a couple backup options. Cam Davis. Uh, Cam Davis has played well here before. He played well down in Australia. Yeah. Him and uh, another guy that I probably wouldn't use anywhere else, but I think could play well here due to his driving. Uh, Alex Smalley. Give me Alex Smalley and oh, Cam okay. Davis as my uh, kind of backup options here if Ludwig doesn't play. All right, my backup option for this event, and I'm gonna I'm gonna toss the one out for you because you know who it is. You, you mentioned Ludwig. Who is another Swedish golfer who hits his wedges good and putts well, and that's all he does. A Swedish guy that we love to talk about on a weekly basis. Top ten on the DP World Tour last year. Why am I blind? Can't drive it. For, can't drive it for shit. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Alex. It Bjork? makes sense. Yes, Alex Bjork. I can just. He has zero percent chance to win, but he could secure a top four finish for you at the Amex, which 
you, t- you put that money in your pot and uh, one and done for sure. Yeah, he's my second tier option if for some reason Adam Shank does not tee it up here. So Bjork and uh, Shank for me. Honestly, I, I kind of forgot some of to deploy some of the DP guys coming over, some of those top 10 finishers. I love uh, Rio here too. Rio, he's Hatsune. <laughs> uh, the way he drives it and putts it, Rio could easily finish. He he finished top 10 like all the time on the DP World Tour. doesn't really matter the type of course he plays, but you give me driver putter. Uh, I'll add Rio to uh, my Who was it option. last year at this event that was like surging on the weekend and then got stuck in the like that massive bunker? A, a Japanese guy. You know what I'm talking about? SH I forget Kim. who it was. was SH it the, Kim, yeah. SH, I think it was. was. I think it was SH got stuck down in the massive bunker and made like an eight or a 10. For yeah, yeah. He was like T2. Yeah, that was hilarious. Uh, speaking of that massive bunker, I saw everybody's favorite uh, tweeter, Michael Kim, was uh, I think uh, Smiley, Smiley. Yeah, yep. and he was schooling him up. So not only can uh, Michael Kim get up and down with the the open championship on the line from in front of the bunker on 17 at St. Andrews. If you need bunker advice, uh, just ask Michael Kim. He'll get you out of a bunker where it's 60 feet was, above your head. He was like, just treat it like a longer bunker shot. Yeah. Bunker shot. I, was, I responded to him. I was like, I was like thanks, Mike. <laughs> Smiley reaches out. Just post that video and he's trying to coach him up even though he doesn't play whatsoever. And he's like, yeah, you, well, you got to think about it as a longer shot. It's like, okay, yeah. fair enough. Um, all right. So now we're moving. Uh, the West Coast swing continues on an event that I'm It'll be interesting to see what the field is for this event at uh, the Farmers, because usually it's a pretty solid field, but it's not a signature event. Then we've got Pebble, non-signature Phoenix, and then signature Genesis. So uh, could be, I think we may get some of those guys who play Century and then don't play Sony Amex. They might pop up at Farmers just to get some reps in before the uh, rest of the West Coast swing. And and maybe also with uh, Pebble being a signature event and a lot of guys not necessarily getting reps on POA, maybe some guys play Farmers just to get some some reps in before that signature event. Um, Who, with that being said, you know, not necessarily knowing who's going to be in this field, who's uh, who's your winner of the Farmers if they play? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Ludwig here. And you just you just talked about him, but uh, we're talking Tory Pines, we're talking long and straight. It's not, I'm not gonna overthink it. That's what Ludwig does best. And I'm buying Ludwig stock. Just the best players in the world are the longest and the straightest, and that is what he is. Obviously, this is a bigger tier event regularly, but it's not elevated this year. So we don't really know who's going to be. So I'm gonna go with Ludwig as my guy, and then my second tier guy, depending on his health, I'll just pencil them in here. That's Wolzal Torres, just a golf course he loves, obviously. So I don't know. We're gonna to have to see the field. We're gonna to have to see the state of golf, but I will pencil in Ludwig for now. Yeah, and I think that kind of hits on the same point that I was making about Ludwig at the Amex. It's like you're deploying him at a spot. It's a it's a meaningful tournament. The purse isn't going to be what it is in a signature event or a major. But if you expect Ludwig to win, um, I kind of like using him in one of these normal events versus one of the uh, marquee events. And and that sounds like the path you're going with him as well. I've got a, a interesting spot for Zal here coming up uh, come uh, March that I've I just want to get your feedback on here. I know soon where it enough. is. But I'm going to go with. He's played great here before. He's obviously won here before. He just won in the fall. I think he's coming back into form. I'm going to go back to Luke List here at the Farmers. Oh. Uh, two years removed from the victory that he had over Zalatoris a couple of years ago. I think the way that he's playing uh, through the fall, he continued to play well even in uh, 
following up that win, I think he made a couple of cuts following up that win that he had at the Sanderson. So I think Luke Liss is coming into form. This is obviously a course that's always going to reward great driving long hitters. And that's what he brings to the table. And he started to he kind of dipped after that victory. He struggled for about a year and it yeah. started to swing back in the right direction. So I couldn't even, this is one of those where I think I'm going to have to assess on the week, but uh, the only name I put down here was Luke List. And because I don't know really where else I'd use him and the way he's playing. And I kind of want to get a chance to use him early in the year to try to ride this wave of good play in the fall, because you don't really know if that's going to continue the rest of right. the year. So I'm going to go back to the well with the uh, Luke list at the farmers. Yeah. I like what you're going with that because Luke list at the, at the farmers, I think his floor is a lot higher than him at a different course. So I think that's a good, good pick. And that gets us to an event that I think a lot of people are going to be really excited for uh, come early February. And that is signature pebble. Uh, an event that has never really drawn the level of players that I think everybody would love to see playing Pebble in this time of year um, should bring most of the top guys out here to California to play Pebble. And they got, it's only going to be two courses. Is that right? The Pebble this year? I, I believe they, so. Yeah. They're getting rid of Monterey. Yes. I think it'll be Spyglass. Spyglass is sick. I, I like yeah. you don't, we don't get a lot of visuals from Spyglass during the event, but every time they cut to it, I'm like, damn, this place looks awesome. Uh, so signature pebble is going to be quite the treat. This is, uh, I think I'm going to be leaning towards some Cali guys here. Are you going the Cali route or who's, uh, your, I am, pebble? I am not, I'm going to go with the guy who I've been high on at pebble the last few years. And, Hasn't really come to fruition for me, but I'm going to roll back with him. And that's Matt Fitz. I think the golf course just makes a lot of sense for him. And he's getting better, I would say, with age, just coming, figuring out his game. It's the iron play that really needs to stick for him because the driver and the around the green and on the green is always going to be great for him. If he can find something with his irons and he's kind of figured it out um, at the BMW Championship last year, coming around the season, around the summer to now, uh, he showed his face at the Hero, which you could take whatever you want out of that. He won in Europe over this past fall. So I'm I'm going to buy Matt Fitz here. Yeah, and I was going to say, when you started talking about guys who locked at Pebble, I was going to have to remind you that Matt McNeely is not going to be, unfortunately, Sadly. in the field this year. That I'm sure you're disappointed that uh, you won't have a oh, chance yeah. to ride with Matt. I've been a lock easily. I think it was two years ago that he was like the most tipped golfer of all time at like 25 to one. And he made like an eight on like the first or second hole and was completely out of, he was one under through one though. So I think, I think I joined the, uh, the bandwagon that week and it did not go well for me, but I did have a Troy Merritt that week and Troy Merritt mixed uh, down the stretch, which was, Oh yeah. That that was the hoagie year, right? Yeah. The hoagie years, Troy Merritt, Merritt and hoagie were out playing a can't lay and and Spieth down the stretch. That was great. That was great. I'm going to go with a guy who broke through for his first major victory not far away from here. A guy who picked up a win in the fall, Colin Morikawa at Pebble. We've never seen him play Pebble. Uh, I don't think he's played. I looked and it did not see any track record for him at Pebble. But I like Colin here. I think Colin's going to have an excellent season. I considered Colin. Uh, and I'd maybe if you're not going to use him here, I, I like I said, I think he's going to have a great year. And I think some of these major venues set up nicely for him. He's looking like the Colin Morikawa that won a couple of majors a few years ago, uh, obviously picked up that victory in the fall to get his confidence back after losing in the playoff at rocket mortgage. This is just a spot. I kind of want to lean towards California guys here. Um, and I just, a positional course like this iron play uh, familiarity with POA, obviously comfortable in the area. Uh, I like Colin here. 
Yeah, I like I like that too because he's going to be super popular at all of those other positional courses, and people might just overlook him here because he's never really played. But Cali guy, I like it. And my second tier guy, obviously, I'm not going to probably burn him here if unless uh, Fitz doesn't play, but that's not going to happen. Guy that I'm probably going to use in a major, but my second tier guy is going to be Victor Hovland. I just think he wins here at some point in his career. Obviously, he won the U.S. Amateur here, and he plays here even when it's not elevated. So. I'm going to go with Victor here. I think this is just a golf course he wins at in the next three years, three, four years. Yeah. And I think this is going to be a super chalky one. So maybe not if you're, you know, trying to decide if you want to use a chalky player or not. I think Spieth, uh, he's not someone that I'm necessarily going to use probably at any other venues the rest of the year. I've got some other guys that I like more. Um, Spieth's played here plenty, loves the place. History speaks for itself. Played fine last year. Obviously could have picked up a victory or two. Didn't come to fruition for him. But I like Spieth. And honestly, I like Rose here. Like, there's not a lot of other places that you would use Rose. And I think Rose continued to play fine. The iron play was still great throughout the rest of the year. The driving kind of fell off. But he won here without driving it very well. And obviously comfortable on these surfaces. So it's kind of the obvious thing to go back to the guy who won last year. But uh, why not Justin Rose, you know? Yeah. I like Justin Rose here for sure. You love Justin Rose here. As a, as love a, Justin Rose here. Cast him, cast him last year. Uh, unfortunately, I had Brendan Todd. I don't, I don't know if Brendan Todd will be in the field, but uh, if you want a guy who will probably get a top 10 as well, Brendan Todd will get you a top 10 at Pebble. Uh, I feel pretty good about that as well. Um, and then this is, again, I'm saving him for later. I think people are going to have, if Homa plays Farmers, which I think he will, he'll obviously be popular there. I think he's going to be mega popular at Riv. I think this is the sneaky oh, yeah. spot if you want to use Homa on the West Coast, uh, which you probably do. Then uh, why couldn't Max add Pebble to his list of all of the California courses that uh, he's won at? Yeah, I, I think Homa can play well here too. Moving on to Phoenix, which was an interesting one because, like we said, this is going to go Farmers, Signature, Pebble, non-signature phoenix and then signature genesis before mexico and now it's the cognizant so we'll be interested to see the field that we get for this event um i went to a guy who kind of in that same tier of where i don't think i'll use him in a bigger event i think he is going to play because he always plays this event he's the man of the people this was an area where he, he had the hole in one last year he started to kind of rise back onto the scene of a year of a comeback ricky fowler i think he's he, at some point he's got to win phoenix oh, he's, already won, he's already won phoenix i think he's got to win it again uh give me ricky fowler as the winner of the non-signature but like still gonna be popping uh, waste management how about you yeah, that's a good pick. I'm going to go with, I like you said, I think a lot of the bigger names are going to take this week off because like they're over it. Like, yeah, I've done the Phoenix thing. It's a, yeah. it's a lot. I'm just going to take the week off. I'm going to go with Min Woo Lee here. Mm. A golfer, the guy who's won the last two years has been the super aggressive golf driver of the golf ball and super good on and around the greens. That's what Min Woo Lee is. So he's never played here. I think he's going to get that experience of playing Phoenix and – I know there's a little bit that goes into playing this golf course, but he's an uber talented guy and he's going to, he's already making a name for himself. It's a matter of time before he breaks through on a, not, not a big event, but a big event. And I think Min Woo Lee can get that done in Phoenix. Another man of the people as well. People love Min Woo Lee. I said, I thought you were going to say, to be honest. I've got a spot for Min Woo later in the year, but uh, I like that a lot because of the fact that it's the similar concept with Ricky is that, the crowd's going to be insane. You need a guy where the crowd's at least going to be on their side to some degree, because right. if you've got a guy that people hate, that just adds a level. It's tough to play golf when nobody cares right. what you're doing. It's really tough when people are rooting against you. Uh, so I think Minwoo definitely 
a, a future star of the game and it, it almost a start to this point so i like that a lot my so backup, who's a guy that people hate before you go like who would you Cantley. not want to be Cantley. he almost okay. he almost won he did almost overcome it i like we love Cantley. you and i are some we of the bigger Cantley supporters that are out there that's the type of guy that uh i bet him last year he played terrible i don't think it had anything to do with the crowd but when it comes to he's truly hated like i saw that uh who was it uh oh, spencer uh on twitter did like this competition where he was ranking right. the players against each other i think Cantley lost to like sam stevens in the first round and that's when it really hit me that like damn people yeah. really hate Cantley, and i, I like him I, I really like him but uh i do think he's got to be like one of the most hated players on the tour yeah no i'm we me and you are team Cantley truthers through and through so yeah i like it yeah. i've I've got some things for Cantley coming up here in the show. I'm excited to uh, talk Cantley soon. My backup here, another guy that I think people really like. I think he gained in popularity based on uh, not actually something he did on the golf course last year. He always plays good at this event. He's from the area. I wrote him to a playoff loss at the Rocket Mortgage. Adam Hadwin. I think if this field isn't quite as strong, Hadwin's had plenty of success here. Uh, he got tackled on the green at the Canadian Open. People like him even more because of that. So uh, he's going to be my backup option here. Obviously, a guy I probably wouldn't use. I might use him, actually, in some of these lower-tier events because he's come close to winning. He obviously did good at Shriners. But uh, I like Hadwin to do something in one of these lower-level events. And uh, why not Phoenix, where he's had success before? How about you? What do you got on the back burner here? Yeah, I'm... If Minwoo doesn't play, and I hope to not have to go this route, but I will probably just throw Scotty out if Minwoo doesn't play because everyone's going to be using him in a bigger event, which I am going to be one of those people. But um, his ceiling, I mean, his floor here is like T6 if he plays in a non-elevated uh, like event. So I would probably just run out Scotty if Minwoo didn't play. I really like Minwoo. That's, I've, I love him where I've got him later in the, in the year, but that's – I'm. If Ricky doesn't play or I'm out on Ricky for some reason, I think I'll probably join you on the Minwoo train. I definitely will have Minwoo on the card. I think you can actually get Phoenix Futures right now. So take a look at those. Uh, I think anything over like 40 on Minwoo would be an absolute uh, slam dunk to grab right about now. So then it goes to the elevated or signature Genesis. Rom won't be there. So that means everybody's got a chance to win the Genesis uh, this year. Who is your pick to win the Genesis uh, come early February? Yeah, I'm going to go with the man that is kind of hated maybe at the, at the moment, kind of not loved. It's Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas is a golf course that definitely fits his game well. He's played here a ton of times. Mega popular last year. Yes. Well. Oh, yeah. He was most tipped after one good week, I think, something like that. Yeah, um, yeah so finished T20, I believe, last year. But um, the Tiger connection is real. He is going to be – uber focused for this event we know he's going to play and he's done well in his career things are coming into fruition for him it looks like the swing's getting better he started off the uh the hero so poorly but he was finished well enough he was in a mix for the like 54 holes so uh we'll see justin thomas i think he's only going to be getting better through the fall and i'm not like a justin thomas truther like some people are but i don't mind using him here yeah, and I'm going to talk about uh, JT here in a second. I agree with you. I think he's going to have a bounce back season here. He's not can't be held down uh, forever, without a doubt. And, and this is a spot. I think any of those spots, and nobody talks uh, most tipped more than you or, or uses that to to judge their bets. Any of those, a guy who was super tipped the year before, he should be just. He's not going to be most you know as tipped the next year. Probably he could be, but uh, always good to check back on those guys who are super yep, popular because why couldn't they? If they were that popular last year, 
you should feel just as good about them this year, but usually they'll die off if they didn't play good um, at that event. I'm going to go with a guy that kind of fits the Ville. I think he was popular at this event last year. Uh, he's had loads of success at this event. He's become an entirely different player uh, in the last year. He is now a major champion. He's a signature event champion. I love this cl- course for Wyndham Clark. I think this is built uh, for him. He was T17 here on his debut, T8 the year after that. He got disqualified for some reason the next year. Uh, last year, mega popular, finished T33 with some great ball striking. Uh, just didn't make any putts and we know he can get hot with the putter. He's a different level caliber of golfer now. I think he's still going to have a great season next year. Like, I don't think he's just going to disappear off the face of the earth after I think he's going to continue on his ascendance. And um, I don't think he wins another major, but I think he's going to mix in signature events. And I just love this course for Wendy bomb it, put it. Uh, I think it's just perfect for my, this is one where I really like this one. I had Wendy at, at Genesis just feels right for me. Yeah, my second tier guy, and I'm going to throw my flag out and plant who I believe will be most tipped at this event. I believe it's going to be Colin Morikawa, most tipped, California connection, back-to-back T2, T6 finish. Um, And yeah, it's it's pretty straightforward. And he's probably going to be playing in a decent amount of events in the beginning of the season, get his name back out there, probably be playing well. So um, we'll come back to this come the time, but it is late December right now. So I'm planting my flag, Colin Morikawa, most tipped, Genesis. If both Colin and Max are, let's say, 14 to 1 at Genesis, maybe they're 12 to 1, you think uh, Colin usurps Max for most tipped? That's a great question. Um, probably because Colin didn't win. That's fair. Whereas Max, whereas Max has. But we'll That's see. Fair. Yeah, I think my backup here, uh, he's an obvious one. You can always trust him to have a good finish at Genesis. You're probably not going to use him anywhere else. Adam Scott. Adam Scott and the Genesis and Riviera go hand in hand. I assume he's in the field. I actually don't know for sure now that I'm saying it. But if he is, uh, you're probably not going to use Adam Scott in many other places. But Adam Scott and Riviera go hand in hand. And he played nicely in the uh, the fall, headed over to Australia. I had him at the uh, Australian uh, PGA. And he was right up there near the lead, kind of fell yeah. off. And Minwoo ended up winning it. Another guy, I, I, I guess he might not be in the field. But Minwoo also here would be an interesting one. I think it's a course that should fit uh, Minwoo pretty well as well. But I don't think he'll. Like, what did Minwoo finish? He wasn't even in the FedEx Cup, was he? Because he didn't have a. No, car. he didn't. I don't think he. I don't think he was. But if he wins, uh, he went. Where'd you? Where'd you have him winning Phoenix? If he wins Phoenix, I assume that'll get him into uh, Genesis. So, but we'll see, that's, that's the path. Up next <laughs> is an event that's been moved to a different time of the year. Uh, it is the Mexico Open at Vedanta. I'm not going to overcomplicate. Should, should we say it at the same time? Are we both going to do it? The, the simple One, here? two, three, Tony Finau. Tony Finau. Yes, that is Tony Finau. Where else are you going to use Finau? He dominates this course. It's going to be a joke field. He'll be there to defend. He literally stayed on the PGA Tour just so he could defend his title at the Mexico Open. He needs this for his career. Uh, yes. Back to back at Mexico. It just makes all the sense in the world. Where else are you going to use Finau? If Finau should be... 100% most tipped. I don't care what it is. He could be three to one. He should be 100% most tipped. He should be everybody's selection in one and done. Uh, it's as likely of a winner, I think, as there might be on the entire calendar is uh, Fino defending his title at Vedanta. Yeah, and even if it, even if there's no form at all, he'll just come do his thing, be eight under through 10, and we're like, what the f- is Tony Fino doing his thing? Who's your uh, selection be if Tony doesn't 
like I, did, I didn't even consider a second, a second B because I know Tony's playing because he literally said okay. in his uh, Instagram, I think, when he was staying on the tour that he was excited to defend his championship uh, <laughs> at Mexico. I'm not, why, but you know, it's yeah, it just, no, you're right. I did not know that. So, yeah, we'll ride with Tony. Right. Easy one. Next up, uh, your home event. I'm obviously going to let you kick lead off here. I'm going to be tailing you blindly, no matter who you pick at the now it's the cognizant uh, classic or something like that. Formerly the Honda. You uh, of course picked Chris Kirk to win last year. I said on BK's pod that I was going to tail you at uh, Honda. I did not do that. I will not make that mistake again. And they've also, I saw a tweet that uh, they're trying to get some better players into the cognizant uh, this year. I don't know if they're going to be able to pull that off or not. Well, the the schedule says they will, because usually this event is the first event following the west coast swing now there's the mexico break so like you said who's going to play mexico all these guys live right here so they want to play they want to play pga national but the schedule usually doesn't let them but i think they will now and i am going to go with palm beach county jupiter resident ricky fowler here he has a first place here he has a second place here he's played this event almost 20 times and this event i bet him here two years ago and I think he finished like a middling, it was a middling result, but through 36 holes, he was around the lead. And then he went into the uh, water left on hole number 10 or something like that, which is really hard to do, to be honest, and just erupted that. But that was before he kind of had his resurgence. And I kind of like these difficult conditions for Ricky Fowler, keep the ball in play. You don't going to make a ton of putts. And I think it's a good golf course for him. Obviously he's won here before, so I'm down for Ricky. I like that a lot. I'm going to ride the hot hand. I don't know if he's still a hot hand or not. Uh, Lucas Glover. I think Lucas Glover can win the uh, Cognizant Classic. He uh, obviously showed what he could do last year, picking up a couple of victories. I assume he plays this event, this type of event. I'd expect Lucas Glover to play. I don't know where else I would use Glove. So give me Glove. And my obvious backup option here is Cole. I think like you're not going to people are going to try to outthink themselves and use Cole in like a signature event or a major or something like that. I'd rather just use him at a spot where I know he can play well. He's basically a lock for a top five finish. Seemingly uh, Cole's my backup option here. How about you? My backup option is super random and nowhere else to use them. Nowhere where you really would use them besides Canada. It's going to be Mackenzie Hughes for literally no reason besides this is like the fourth best course he's played in his career in terms of total strokes gained with the sample size of more than one event. So, uh, but I assume Ricky Fowler was going to play this event. Hopefully he does because we're going to, I'm expecting a better field at this place. So hopefully you don't even have to go that route, but if I do, I'll wouldn't mind running out Mackenzie Hughes here. Up next after this is API Arnold Palmer, one of my favorite events of the year. I know a lot of people hate it, but there's something awesome about watching these guys just get the shit beat out of them at the uh, at Bay Hill down there. Elevated API. Elevated API was good last year. Obviously, Kurt snuck in and uh, grabbed it from underneath the nose of some top players. Scotty was up there again. I'm going to use a guy who's going to be... I, I did a tweet. I did a couple of tweets. I don't know if you saw this about... Victor Hovland in majors versus some of the other guys. And it was a level of popularity for Hovland that honestly, I knew people really liked him to win a major this year, uh, but it was off the charts. I actually am going to end up picking him to win a major here. Once we get to the major section of this, but this is actually where I'm going to use him is at Bay Hill. I think he's a shoe in to win Bay Hill at some point in his career. He's been awesome here. Uh, I didn't actually think very long about this one. I just said, give me Victor here at Bay Hill, added to Memorial and kind of that elevated events that he is going to win in his career. So uh, Victor Hovland is my API selection. 
I thought this was going to be your Zalatoris selection, but here we are, Victor Hovland. I mean, great pick. I love it. Just everything you said makes sense. I think he will win here. I'm going to go with the chalk. It's If if he's going to win a big event, is he going to win a major? I think you say no, and that's going to be Rory McIlroy. So we know what he does at this golf course. It's like his – First-round leader, lock of the century. Is, lock is of the century. <laughs> Put the, yeah, that'll that, you know, that'll pay for the rent. So, yeah, Rory McIlroy finishes inside the top 10 here damn near every year. And with the PGA Tour being so diluted, I will say, um, Rory McIlroy shouldn't have too much to overcome with. I know it's Kurt Kitayama. It might be, might be that person. But last year I went to this event, and it was a super awesome viewing experience. But I'm, I'm so happy I didn't go on Sunday because that API Sunday was one of the best finishes of the entire year. So, Roy McIlroy is going to be my 1A, and then my B is another guy who has – this is his golf course. It's Terrell Hatton. Just plays well oh, yeah. here every single year. Two two chalky selections, but I'll go with those two. Yeah, I just took – this is a – I know he's playing. Hovland. I know this is where I'm going to use him. I've already got Hovland uh, in Sharpie for uh, API for me. It's where I'm going to be using Hovland love it. this year. That leads us to the players. Another one where I'm not going to overthink it. This is a guy that obviously is going to be contending in almost every event this year. I think he's going to have the season. Last year, everybody said Scotty had the seat. You know, he could have had the greatest season ever. He came so close if he could have putted. What if he just does that this season? You know, like I think that's something that hasn't been discussed enough. Uh, this is one of the biggest purses of the year. I want to use Scotty where the, some of the most money is on the line. Uh, he won this tournament by just dominating people T to green. I see no reason why he can't just do that again. I think it's obviously not a lot of, I don't know if anybody's ever won the players back to back. I think that'll motivate him. So I'm not going to overcomplicate things here and uh, give me Scotty to defend his players championship. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's defended before. Why can't he defend now? I like that selection. Are we doing Puerto Rico? Uh, no, but I do. If you've got somebody for Puerto Rico, let, let me hear it. Grio, just Grio, Coastal. <laughs> don't overthink it. He's Spanish-speaking guy. That's it. Easy. Okay. On to the players. I am going to go with the guy who I'm personally, personally not nearly as high on as you are and our friends are, but it's a guy who is, I think, waiting to breakthrough. A guy who literally tweeted that he was deleting Twitter to focus on his golf. That's JT Poston. If there's a big event that JT Poston can play well at, it is this one. Golf course makes so much sense for him. I don't think JT Poston is going to win a major at a massive track, but can JT Poston contend at a golf course where you're hitting a lot of middle irons, a lot of wedges, and you can have to make a lot of putts? I think I think he can. So I'm going to go with JT Poston to uh, not get a breakthrough win, but get a breakthrough mix. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I would love to see it. A posty in the mix at players. I mean, I can't yeah, that, be that. that's a point. Of My uh, backup here. I'm actually going to be saving him uh, likely for I'm like I said, I'm taking Scotty here. This I, API and players. I've it's Sharpie for me. I've got Hoblin and Scotty already uh, down there, but my backup here is Mr. Tom Kim. He's just been disrespected by his caddy, leaving him to go to Ludwig. I see. I think that's a wild decision. I think TK uh, already was second in a major. He's been great. He's got multiple wins on the PGA Tour. I think he was popular last year at the Players, but he was kind of in a uh, off form. He finished the year really strong. The putter was heating back up for TK. So uh, Tom Kim, to prove the doubters wrong and win the Players Championship, is uh, my backup I, option here. I really like that pick. My backup pick is going to be a guy who I don't think anyone would really think to play here, but he's a guy who is a lot shorter off the tee than he looks, and he's really good with his middle irons. That's Sepp Straka. 
loves his Bermuda. So uh, I went with two lesser names at the players because I'm saving some bigger names for because I did this because I believe that the signature events are going to have higher purses than the players or at least very comparable. So I saved some of the bigger names for those big events. So I'm going to go with JT Posty here. And then if not, I'll run out Sep as a bomb. I've got Sep winning a tournament here in a few weeks. Uh, I've, I, Sep, he, I was, I'm putting together a top 50 rankings. I've Sep near the top 25. Like he's, he's just a, he's just a good player. There's, there's, yeah, nothing I, I need to honestly hire my set baseline. Cause I'm personally not nearly as high on him, but he always kind of proves me wrong. And I mean, we saw him at the open nearly, what did he finish? T2 at the open or T3? T2, the, yeah. the most disgusting chip in on hole number 18 I've ever seen. Uh, so yeah, I like that. The next event after this is going to be Valspar. And uh, I'm going to go with a guy. You talked about him a few minutes ago. He played this event last year. It was designed. He was supposed to win it and it was going to free him up from the, the muck that he was in. I think JT, this is the year that he finally breaks through at the Valspar. I think he will play the event because he loves Valspar. And if he hasn't, now, if he wins Genesis, where you had him, then he probably wouldn't play Valspar. But if he's still looking for that win to kind of get the show back on the road, I don't know why he wouldn't go back down to Valspar. Uh, he loves the course. He's played well there before. Uh, JT is my pick. And I'll hit you with my backup really quick, too. Ryan Fox. Ryan Fox oh, is my I love backup that. at the Valspar. Bombs it. Great iron player. Gets the driving iron out if he needs to thread it through the trees there. Uh, so JT and Ryan Fox are my uh, duo at the Valspar. Yeah, I'm going to go with a name that doesn't really scream Florida golf and that's Keegan Bradley, but he is a Jupiter resident. He lives down here and I think he's getting more accustomed to these conditions by the year. And this is a golf course that obviously you're not going to have to take it to minus 25 going to be tougher plays into Keegan's hands. I don't think it'll be very popular. So yeah, I'm going to run out Keegan here. Cause I mean, I could go with him at the travelers, but he's going to be really popular there. And I honestly I don't even like love that course for Keegan, if I'm being quite honest, even though he won there. And then my backup for this will be Eric Cole after he flames out at the Honda because it's a volatile golf course and no one wants to go back with him. So I'm going to go save the final Florida stop for Eric Cole. And Keegan Bradley, I think he it was he was battling Burns the first year that Burns won uh, here like three or four years ago. So yeah, he doesn't have the best course history. I kind of just like the course for him. Yeah, no, I like that. the uh, The next one here is an interesting event because it moves into the spring. Unfortunately, we've lost the match play, which is a disgrace. Um, shout out Sam Burns, but. Houston, the Memorial Park there is now going to be played in March. And I actually think we're going to get a solid field here because we go signature API, signature players, uh, then Valspar. I don't think a lot of guys will play Valspar. Then I think they're going to play Houston because Houston's actually a pretty good prep for Augusta, in my opinion, some of the like tests that you're going to have there. And then they're not going to play Valero and then the Masters. And so like I don't think players are going to go from players, not play any of the next three weeks, and then show back up at Augusta. I'm sure some players will do that. But I actually think we get a really strong field um, in Houston. And I'm going to take a guy that you mentioned earlier. He played great last year. I think he's played here before and played all right. It's a great course for him. Tyrrell Hatton. I think Tyrrell Hatton picks up a victory yes, this did. year, and uh, I like him here in okay, Houston. Mark. Who do you like in the uh, March version of uh, Memorial Park? I'm going to go with uh, Texas golfer Siwoo Kim, who lives in Dallas. A guy who just pen checks out every box from in the ball striking categories. Super, flame super flames or super horrible, just no in between. And yeah, he has decent results here. He's got a T15, and I just think 
golf course is long. Golf course is kind of hard. So Siwoo Kim can play well in those conditions. And then if not, if Tone doesn't play Mexico, I'll run him out here. Here's where I wanted to get your thoughts. I've got Zalatoris as my backup option here. I think he's going to need some time earlier in the season to get things kind of tuned back up. This is a great course for him. He can just tee it as high as he wants with his driver and let it rip and then let the iron plate go to work. And I do think he'll play here uh, before the Masters. Like I said, I think a lot of guys are going to play here to get tuned up for the Masters. And I don't think I'm going to be able to use him in any big events just because I'm, unless he starts playing great. And then like later in the year, maybe I'll I'll save him. But if he's kind of rounding into form, it looks like something's on the horizon. I like Zal here. Yeah, I love that. And I would say outside of the, like yearly major venues, this is a top three course for him on the regular rotation of PGA Tour golf uh, golf courses. So I, lo- I like where you're, where you're going with that. The uh, the next event, uh, also another Texas event here, a little miniature Texas swing before the Masters. That is the Valero. Corey Connors, the defending champion. My here. guy, you, re- you said him. You're going to go with the layup. Yeah, I mean, he. I'm, I'm assuming the field's not going to be crazy. It is the week before, so it was going to be some names, but not all the names. Corey Connors is, would be one of the bigger names in this event. He'll be in the featured group. Um, should play well. He has strong ties to this golf course, obviously. So I don't think his – I think he'll play well, Corey Connors. I'm taking a guy you also mentioned a little bit ago, a guy we were just talking about, Sepp Straka. Sepp's played Valero uh, a handful of times I saw. I think Sepp has a great chance to pick up another victory next year. He's got that Ryder Cup boost now, too, the confidence from that. So Sepp's my pick and my backup option. Another ball striker, can't really putt in the Corey Connors mold. Aaron Rye. Uh, Aaron Rye played well last year. Uh, He almost delivered for me at Wentworth. Didn't come to fruition, but uh, Aaron Rye is going to be my backup at the Valero. My backup is going to be, I don't, I didn't mean to do this, but it's another Canadian, Nick Taylor. For some reason, he's played this event seven times, which is like kind of weird how he's played this event that many times, probably Masters prep or no, he wouldn't even be in the Masters. It's weird that he likes this event. Um, He's got decent results here. So uh, Connors or Nick Taylor, but it's Connors will be playing this event. So it should be uh, a sharpie for that for him. Yep. I agree. And that leads us to the first major of the year, the Masters. I'll let you kick it off. The Augusta commercials yeah. have started. We've seen them. I saw them on CBS this weekend. I was watching Kansas they versus have. Indiana, and we saw the commercials. I saw they tweeted out a little video today. So it's getting there. Uh, who's going to be donning the green jacket? So I kind of went through this list and came back to some of the events. And this is one of the events I came back to. I had nowhere for Spieth. What? This is Spieth at Augusta. Spieth, he has his spots. So I don't know what to like say because we know how well Spieth plays at this golf course. I'm not going to overthink it. He should be – I mean, not should be. He can definitely win this event and definitely can mix. Uh, I think he has something to say. He wants another green jacket. I'll go with Spieth. Totally makes sense. I'm going to go with a guy that I really like. Hit him in a major last year. He finished T2 here last year. He's finished T2 here before. This is a course, I think, when you talk about Brooks Kepka, you think U.S. Opens and PGA Championships, and rightfully so. He's won five of those. But I think he wins a Masters in his career. I think he's focused. I think he's dialed in. Uh, you're not going to be able to use Brooks if you're playing one and done You know, in most events. I don't think these other major venues this year are quite the type that I would like him at. So I want to use Brooks in a major. Uh, I'm just going to get it right out of the gates. Brooks Kepka. I think he dons the green jacket this year. Yeah, and like you said, you didn't really use the DP guys. I had I didn't use any live guys, so I'm gonna have to think about that because Ram and Brooks probably need to be in your one and done schedule. 
Um, if not, no, I mean, Speeth is my lock here, but I also like Minwoo if like for this golf course. Minwoo, uh, lowest, I think, lowest nine in history. He's got some sort of record at Augusta that he yeah. set a couple years ago. So, yep, I like that a lot too. But I just, I think Brooks will have this circled as the number one event he's going to care about next year. Cause like, how many more PGAs and US Opens can he possibly care about? Like, he wants the green jacket. So, uh, yeah, I agree. Then we go to RBC. I'm going to take another kind of obvious one here. A guy who has been so close to winning this event. We just talked about it a little bit earlier. Patrick Cantlay. He's got to win the RBC at some point in his life. Uh, I knew you were going to say it. Me too. All right. There we go. The first uh, combined uh, choice. Patrick Cantlay. Pencil him in. Put him in Sharpie, actually, at RBC. He's going to get you a top five, and he's bound to finally win one of these. uh, Elevated as well. So, yeah. Cantlay. He was literally the first name I wrote in this entire. When I made the spreadsheet, I was like, okay, Cantlay Heritage. Easy does it. I've got, I'm going to talk Cantley here in a second at a major, but uh, you can't quite trust him yet at the majors, but uh, you can trust him at the RBC without a doubt. He loves the course. He always talks about it. So Cantley RBC, assuming he's still on the PGA tour, come, uh, come RBC, then uh, put him down there in Sharpie. The next event, uh, who knows what this field will be? Who knows who will win this event? Uh, this is the Byron Nelson classic. I think if Scotty plays, cause he le- always wants to play the Byron cause it's in the, uh, from where he grew up. Uh, I think he will win if he plays it again this year. I don't know if he will, but uh, who's your one and done? Give me, give me all the guys you've got for Byron. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Sung JM. Absolutely having a horrible first major, horrible second, second week after the major in a big event. And then just coming out to this event and just Sung Jang it up, coming, coming out to a crazy start and just, when no one wants him to play well, he's going to be 18 to one and then he just wins it. So I'm going to go with Sungjae. That is a great way to think about Sungjae. I, I, I haven't, I don't have Sungjae anywhere on my spreadsheet. So I like that. If probably, Jay, it's probably for the better. If Sungjae's at the Byron though, I, I will definitely be using him there. Uh, I'm going to go with Ben on. I think Ben on can yeah. win, can win the Byron. He hits it far, makes birdies. Uh, I, uh, Byron's one of the, the, both Byron. And then the ne- next one, Myrtle beach. Uh, these are kind of events where you just figured out the week of, uh, this Myrtle Beach course actually looks pretty sick. I took a quick look at it. Looks like it's going to be pretty nice. I think it's going to be a driver-heavy course. Whoever can drive it long and straight there is going to win. Uh, a guy who should be familiar with the area played good at the beginning of last season, then kind of fell off. Keith Mitchell, give me Keith Mitchell, kill a Keith uh, to win the inaugural Myrtle Beach Classic. Like uh, who do you like here at the uh, inaugural Myrtle Beach? Yeah, you kind of hit the nail on the head with the course fit. I went with Justin Suh. A guy who can definitely hit it out there off the tee, and we know he could putt like anyone else could putt. So I'll go with Justin Sa. I think uh, I don't know if I want to say a win is coming this year, but he is coming around to the talent that was advertised in his amateur career. So Justin Sa. Yeah, I actually tweeted out a uh, how all the players who made at least three cuts in the majors, and Justin Sa was up there with like all of the uh, marquee players. So he's he's great. He made a, sh- a shit ton of cuts last year. He made the cut almost every single week. Uh, played good in the fall, came close there at the Zozo. Another guy I could, I could see playing well here. Uh, if he plays Harris English, I think Harris is on the comeback after the injury. I think he's a proven winner on the PGA Tour. I don't think I'll use him in a big event, but uh, if Harris is teeing it up in Myrtle Beach, then I might jump on there. Um, I feel like again, Brian, this is an event Brian Harmon might win, though. Yeah, if Harmon shows up. Yeah, this is one of those where both Byron and Myrtle Beach, you're going to get a couple of 
big names or like not big, big names, but like solid names are going to play. And it might just be a good chance to use those guys that you're not going to use uh, elsewhere. So that Sung Jay would definitely fit the mold in either of these events. I could definitely see Sung Jay winning them. That leads us back into a signature event. Uh, I'm not going to overcomplicate things again. He's going to be the mega shock. It's Wells Fargo. It's Rory McIlroy. Uh, he didn't play good last year, but he was also in that like weird slump that happened when he decided he wasn't going to play RBC. He was just down on golf, down on the world. Yeah, uh, I think he bounces back. Guaranteed top three uh, for Rory McIlroy at the Wells Fargo. I'm just going to use him here and, and not overthink it. Yeah, this I'm going to use a guy that I bet last year and I got, no, I didn't bet him last year. He was on my blacklist. Because he made no sense. Uh, Xander Shoffley. Xander Shoffley, I'm going to run out here. This is a golf course that I think makes so much sense for him. And I think, like you said, you don't see him winning a major, but you could see him winning a second-tier event. This could be one of them. So I'm going to go with Xander. Yep. He, uh, runner up here last year, played well. Windy was just unstoppable. Uh, if for some reason I, I don't use Rory, which I don't know why that would happen, but uh, Hatton, another backup option here. He played good here last year. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, Xander is a... There's a perfect spot for him as well. And then that leads us into another major, the PGA at Valhalla. Uh, this is going to be most tipped Victor Hovland. It might be record most tipped uh, for Victor Hovland here. I'm not going to be jumping on that train. This is a course that uh, it's going to be ball striking. I think it's going to, that's why someone like Hovland's going to be popular. This is a place, drive it long and straight, hit your irons, uh, give yourself some looks. And that should be the trick to uh, be in contention here. I don't think it's going to be an overly complicated course to handicap. Any thoughts on Valhalla? And then uh, who do you like here? Uh, no, no overwhelming thoughts. We kind of, we've seen this place. We kind of know what we're getting. We know the types of golfers that we're going to get. But I'm going to go with a guy that I think we're, everyone's over. Everyone's over his bullshit, but I think he's going to figure it out. It's Tommy Fleetwood. Tommy. No one's going to pick him here. No one's going to pick him here, but you could just see him. I could just see him mixing and when no one has him, and everyone's like, is Tommy going to do it now? Uh, probably not, but he'll, he could finish T4, which would be fine by me with zero ownership. So I'll run out Tom, Tommy. I think he'll be popular come the spring in the, in, a, in the open or something like that. So. I'll run him out here because we know he likes difficult conditions. So I'll I'll do it. Do that with him. I uh, I probably will use Bryson here uh, again because I think I'm going to be using the live guys in the majors. I don't think that's going to be like. I think a lot of people will be doing that. I'm not doing. They're going to be geared up for it. So yeah, yeah I, I like. Don't want to be doing anything sneaky there. I think a lot of people will play the live guys in the majors. I like Bryson here. Uh, played good in the PGA last year. Obviously played good uh, towards the end of the live season. I think he's building back up to good things now that he decided his goal isn't to hit the ball 700 yards. It's to just play good golf. But I think now this I've said this many times and it's been wrong every single time. But looking at the history of Valhalla, the first or. Early 2000s, it was a battle between Tiger Woods and Bob May, both from Southern California. Then Rory wins in 2014, I think it was, or around then. Right behind 14. them, Phil and Ricky, Southern yeah. California. Bryson. Who's a golfer from Southern California? Bryson, but also Patrick Cantlay. I think this is the spot for him. I think he wins RBC. That. that boosts up his confidence, and then he wins again here. I'm still going to use him at RBC because that's like, a much more safe play, but uh, any people who keep saying that it's a memorial comp and that's why Hovland's, you know, the lock of the century. Want to know who has fucked at Memorial? 
Byron, Bryson and Patrick Cantlay. Those guys. Yeah. Memorial. So uh, I'm not going to overthink it here. I'm going to go with there's some weird California connection that makes no sense. I, maybe it makes sense. I haven't thought about it. But Patrick Cantlay, come on. This is the t- this is this is the moment. We need it. Patrick Cantlay, PGA champion. <laughs> Should I should I th- should I do the Cantlay every event special again or or is this the I think, year? I think you start Cantlay every event special at RBC and you run it through the uh, the rest of the playoff. All right, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll put that in pencil for now because that <laughs> put me through the ringer last year. That was uh, I it I didn't think it was a good idea, but I respected the commitment. You know, it's one of those <laughs> yeah. where I didn't I didn't like the plan, but I, if you're gonna do a plan, you need to do it hard, and and you did. So I, I, I did. respect that. Yeah, you went to me some. Up next, after Cantlay wins the PGA, it's going to be if Cantlay wins RBC and PGA, all the doubters will be silenced. Uh, it'll I be, cannot wait for that. It will be absolutely. That's the title, that's the title of this video. Patrick Cantlay, the RBC and PGA champion. <laughs> Silences the haters. Uh, next up, Charles Schwab. It's a guy. I'm going to go with the guy that we talked about a little bit. I think he'll be probably popular here if he plays. Uh, Eric Cole. Uh, this yeah, is my spot for Cole. I think a lot of people are going to use him in some of these Florida uh, events to start the year. I'm going to try to get him when he's not chalk. And so I think Schwab, he'll be a people have burned him uh, already early in the season. I think he's obviously a great player. He'll, he'll have a lot of top 10 finishes this year. So uh, give me a Cole at the Schwab. Yeah, I'll go with a uh, short golf course, but hard Brian Harmon, uh, kind of the perfect narrative for him. And if he doesn't seem to play, Give me a guy who can cut off some corners and make and make the birdies in some tough conditions. Ryan Fox. Yep, I've got Ryan Fox as my backup here. Valspar and uh, Schwab obviously overlap a fair amount. Obviously, Burns yeah. is one of both those courses. So if you want to use Fox, and I strongly recommend you use Fox because I think he's going to have a great season. Uh, one of only eight or oh, one of only twelve players to uh, make the cut in all of the majors. So this guy's great. He's going to be under. The, He'll be he'll be pop. I think he's going to be one of those guys who's like popular in certain weeks. Everybody's like, "Oh, Fox is my guy," but I think he's just going to play well consistently. So grab Fox when you get the chance. Uh, the next event after this, the Canadian Open, different course than it was last year, but kind of all the Canadian Opens are basically the same type of courses. They're short, they're positional, uh, but if you drive it really well, you can take advantage. And I think this is where Rory won by seven, so he just bombed it all over the place and dominated yeah. this course. What do you like at the uh, Canadian Open? I'm going to go with Hatton. I feel like Hatton, if he plays in this event, I don't love him in a big event, but I think he can win in kind of a weird event like this, where it's like has like those like three, four like high names and there it's a massive drop off. We saw him almost win last year. I think he went like 71, 66, 71, 66 and lost by the one out of the playoff. Uh, so I'm going to go with Hatton. I know it's a different golf course, but similar uh, field. If he can't tee it up, I would like to see Vinny Norm here. Oh, Vinny Norm. That's my pick. Vinny Norm. Let's go. <laughs> Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. Dude, All so right. Wild. That is awesome. I literally have Vinny. I didn't even pick a second. I said Vinny Norm's breakthrough victory here at the Canadian Open. Wow. Yes. That, that is our – we don't even need to talk any other golfers. If both of us, without talking about it, have Vinny Norm's at the Canadian Open – uh slam dunk double hammer all the emojis Vinny norms yeah. just give him the trophy now winner of the canadian open that Let's is go. uh I, I was gonna i was gonna say try to guess who my guy was and then i didn't have to because you uh teed me up with Vinny Dude. norms that is sick that's don't why overthink I, it. I don't overthink it don't overthink it that's why uh jersey's joining the squad this year because great minds think alike Vinny norms Hell canadian yeah. open uh the next up after this after we celebrate Vinny norms a uh, single bullet at the Canadian Open. It'll probably be like 50 to one. That'll be a great moment uh, when he lifts the trophy there. Is Memorial. 
Uh, Victor Hoffman won here last year. I'm going to take a guy who I said I was saving him. He's one of my favorite golfers. You know, I, some say I didn't quite invent Homa, but I've definitely been on Homa for multiple victories. I'm going to I'm going to save him because everybody's going to burn him on the West right. Coast swing, and I think he's going to play fine on the West Coast swing. He obviously, he, he could win it, and I like him at Pebble. Uh, I'm going to play him here. He's uh, got a couple top tens. Didn't play last year for some reason. I don't know why, but uh, he just fits this course perfectly for me. Uh, my backup here is Fitz, a guy that you've mentioned earlier, but uh, I think Homa for me. And if he, if like I said, people are going to use him early in the year. So if you save him, you say patient, use Homa at Memorial and he hits, that's going to be a big boost to your uh, one and done season. So Homa's my guy at Memorial. Yeah, I'm going to go with a guy who everyone will be using in a major uh, 2023 Memorial bad beat of the year. Scotty Scheffler uh, should have won that by 13 last year but he putted with like the end of his putter. And oh, I know. Trust I, yeah, oh, yeah, you know. We were <laughs> yeah. on the bay sweating that event. So <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with Scotty because the, the purse is very similar to the major, like I said, and I think we're going to get an ownership discount on him here. So we'll go with Scotty. That leads perfectly into the U.S. Open, Pinehurst. Uh, I think this is going to be a tee to green challenge. Whoever whoever leads this field, tee to green is going to win. Uh, Scotty Scheffler is going to lead the field, tee to green. Scotty Scheffler uh, is going to add another major to his tally this year. I feel very confident about that. This is the spot where I like him the most. I am, like I said, I'm using him at players in one and done, but my major selection, my major lock of the year, my major, I'd be surprised if he isn't mixing from the jump and wins this tournament. Scotty Scheffler, Pinehurst. He's going to be the U.S. Open winner for me. I'll get to who my actual one-and-done play is going to be in a second, but who's your uh, winner of the U.S. Open at Pinehurst? I'm going to go with a little bit of flop lag. We talked about the most tipped uh, major at the PGA, Victor Hovland, so I'm going to go with uh, Victor Hovland here. Um, If he comes to fruition at the U.S. Open or at the PGA Championship, maybe I'm beat here, but usually that doesn't, but I'm already seeing it like you are. Everyone's gearing up Victor for that PGA championship. So I'm going to just wait a little bit and play him at another major, not real overthinking it. And on my, the guy I'm actually going to pencil in here for one and done is a guy you just talked about at the PGA is Tommy Fleetwood. I love Tommy at this course. I think it's a great course for Tommy. Uh, he obviously has played great in majors, which you just talked about at PGA. Uh, I like Cantley and Bryson at PGA. So I'm going to use them there, but I want to use Fleetwood in a major. He can get you a top five. He can get you a top 10. He's probably not going to win, but he can bring a strong result. So uh, Tommy Fleetwood, slinging it around there on the firm and fast conditions at Pinehurst. Uh, he's not going to win because Scotty is going to win, but uh, he will uh, play right. well. So give me Tommy Fleetwood for a strong finish at uh, Pinehurst. Yeah. So I'm going to keep off and don't really need a backup because I kind of got that locked in for the big events. I like that. Next up is Travelers. Our uh, favorite event here. I, well, I'm not in New York currently, neither are you, but uh, that's where we first met in person. Was there in Cromwell, Connecticut for the Travi. I'm going to take a guy. I mentioned him back at the players, but like I said, I've got Scotty and Sharpie at players. Tom Kim. This is a great Tom Kim course. He should win the Travelers at least once in his career. Uh, I think I want to use TK in an elevated event this year. I think he's that caliber of player. He's proven that he can win regular tour events uh, with relative ease now with three of those in his back pocket. It's time to step that up and win a big boy event. And I think Travelers is one of those where it's a big boy event, but it's not a it's not an all caps big boy event. So uh, I'm going to go with yeah. Tom Kim to win the Travelers Championship. I'm going to go with another, uh, not necessarily Northeast, but not many golfers have Northeast slash Mid-Atlantic ties. But Denny McCarthy does. So Denny. this is a golf course. 
I don't love this. I really don't. But he was nearly first round leader last year. Or no, it was he first round. He was first, first round, round leader. leader. I had him last year, and then uh, BK had key. I had. I Keegan. had uh, Denny to win, and he had BK for, or he had Keegan first round leader, and, and then neither of those hit. Uh, unfortunately. Yeah, so guy, it's a short golf course, make a ton of birdies, a Denny McCarthy McCarthy golf course, but there's more that goes into that with that motherfucker, Denny McCarthy. So uh, I don't really have anywhere else to use him. I kind of like him at the Honda, but I'm gonna go with Ricky there. Maybe flip flop that, but I think Denny is a spot for him. That's fair. I I. I so out on Denny and it's actually that event that caused me to be out on him permanently. Uh, he played great the first two rounds and then just wasn't even in the mix come Sunday. That's unacceptable for me. So I've blacklisted Denny uh, after that event, unfortunately. So I'm not using him anywhere. Uh, if he wins, if he plays well, I'm, I'll be happy for him. But uh, Denny's been blacklisted for me, unfortunately. Up next, an event. Uh, I always like this event. I've had some success here with some long shots. The Rocket Mortgage Classic. This is going to be one of those where you decide the week of because who knows who's going to play the Rocket Mortgage. But uh, who do you got on your list for uh, Detroit? Guy who could uh, take care of the driver, can hit it a mile, and will aim at every single flag on this golf course. And he will need to because the score is going to be super low. That's Adrian Moronk. I'm going to go with him at this golf course because one of the, if you ever watch him play literally like the, the most aggressive golfer I've ever seen. And that's what you need to be. You cannot shy away from anything. Moronk already does that naturally. I'm going to pencil him in here. I like that. I'm going to go with a, another former DP world tour player, but he actually has a win in his pocket. He's fallen off since then. He needs to play good this year or I assume he's going to lose his status. I did hit him at Congaree. Garrick Higo. I think Higo's got another win in him. Uh, he popped up. I can't remember what event it was last year. It was like 3M or JD or something like yeah, there was an is, event. Yeah. That time of the year. He is, that's his time of the year. So uh, I think he's still got the talent. He's a great player. Uh, it's kind of hasn't gone. what He's popped so hard to start his career. It's kind of tailed off a little bit. But uh, Higo is going to be my guy here at the uh, Rocket Mortgage. Yeah, if uh, if Moran can't tee it up, I'm going to go with my guy. Chris got her up, hit it a mile, <laughs> make some birdies. I'll uh yeah I'm gonna add him as my second guy here as well. That's uh that's on the card I'm for sure though on the card. Oh absolutely on the card without a doubt, and that leads to the JD an event where Chris Goderup uh gained his initial notoriety with the larger golf world. We were on him there. Unfortunately, the putter uh, inside about a foot and a half couldn't quite get those putts to drop. I mentioned him earlier. This is the uh, obvious spot for him. Shank at the JD. Uh, I'm just gonna save him and use him at the JD because. That's uh, pretty simple. So shank at JD for me. How about you? I'm going to go with a guy who I hope is used by now and probably will because he's a, a very popular name and he's going to be eight to one Tom Kim. So uh, hopefully if he plays, he'll be there. If he doesn't play, I put uh Denny there. So we'll see if, if I still have Denny, but I'm penciling him to use. Hopefully banking on Tom Kim. If uh posty plays, I think this could be a, you get him. I think he was popular last year off of the win. Uh, he wasn't popular when he won. Then he was not. He was popular last year, and so then I'll try to grab Posty uh, on the kind of bounce back here. If uh, Shank doesn't play, but Shank is going to play, and I'm going to use Shank here. You should so. just dual dual forecast that. That might be actually <laughs> a lock. That literally might hit an, an exact box one two finish there of Shank and Posty exactly. in the order. I'll call my shot there for sure. That leads us uh, to the Scottish. This is where I'm saving Minwoo for. Uh, he's won this event before. It's... You get Minwoo on the links. He's going to fuck. It's uh, pretty much that simple. 
I think he wins an open championship in his career. I think he wins multiple open championships in his career. I don't think this is the year for him at the open, but uh, give me Minwoo to pick up another Scottish open title, uh, a bomber course without a doubt. Minwoo for me at the Scottish. I'm going to go with a guy who I don't think anyone really would like to tee up here. It's going to be Wyndham Clark. He's played here twice and both times he's hit the ball so well, plus seven ball striking both times he's played here. So, um, like lengths, you can kind of hit it a little bit wider off the tee. It's what Wyndham Clark does. So I'll, I'll, I'll run him out here. Yeah, I like that a lot. I think if I don't, uh, I'm gonna, I'll probably use him at Genesis. But if for some reason I get, uh, it's gonna be tough to pull the trigger on Wendy at Genesis just that early in the season. I think it's gonna, I'm gonna be enticed to take some other guys. But so if I still have him in the mix, I'd love Wendy here. But yeah, same type. I think Minwoo Wendy. Uh, we're talking about the same style of player here. A guy who can just bomb it, uh, hits yeah. a variety of shapes off the tee. We love that. And then that leads us to the Open Championship. It's going to be at Troon, uh, Royal Troon this next year. I believe that is where Phil and uh, Henrik had their uh, battle of 2016. I think that was at Royal Troon. Um, this is where we've talked about him now at every major. And I'm going to do kind of what you did there. Wait for him. He's going to be popular at, uh, he's going to be mega popular PGA. I think he'll be popular at the Masters. Uh, I think this is where Hovland breaks through. I'm going to take okay. Hovland at yeah, like the uh, Open uh, for another reason than uh, I think he wins a major this year, but I'm going to try to take him in a spot where he'll be maybe already used by other people. Uh, this is a wind exposed ball striking course. It's actually kind of similar to Royal Liverpool uh, to some degree. So give me Hovland here. And then my backup is Rom because, like we were saying, kind of when would you, else would you use Rom? If I haven't used Rom yet, uh, obviously Rom's played great in the opens. I think he wants to get an open under his belt at some point in his career for sure. So uh, Hovland and Rom, whoever I'm feeling better about, is who I'll use here at Troon. How about you here in the final major of the year? All right. I'm going to say over under career majors. 0.5 and i'll put the over to plus 250 that's the hit golf course where you could be creative have a little bit of leeway um just make a ton of putts be super good around the greens uh no one's gonna play him but he's proven to finish inside the top 10 at majors before so i'm gonna run him out here I like that. I uh, I tried to invent Teagues at uh, St. Andrews. I had him on the card there. He, I think he was like four under through six. It was, I felt we got off to a strong oh, start. He kind of faded down the, down the stretch. But uh, yeah, Teagues, on the course, we got to be creative. Uh, we're going to like Teagues. So I like that. And, and Teagues is another one we haven't... I've mentioned him at Century, but he's another guy. If you want to get really sneaky, use him at Augusta or something like that. Uh, Teagues has the ability to pop any given week. Um, and yeah, especially when creativity and driving accuracy are not, uh, or when creativity is needed and driving accuracy is not needed. So you Tagala, uh, you're still writing. You still, I, 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 did you apologize or are you going to apologize for uh, the Fortnite? Or are you just going to pocket that one in and uh, call it? Well, call it? You, you could ask me to apologize for Pebble Beach too, because Justin Rose made an ace and like gained like a million strokes for putting. So no, that was, that was a plan I planned on hitting the ball literally anywhere because you can do it at that course got a few lucky breaks but you can literally hit it anywhere at that golf course and it's kind of what happened so i won't apologize for that but i'll apologize for, for pebble that's fair anytime yeah anytime you get a hole in one that leads to a victory 
yeah, you probably owe at least a, a, a small apology. So we appreciate that. Uh, the next event, the 3M, I texted earlier. This was one that I did say. Uh, this is completely out of left field, but I feel really confident about it. He uh, was good for a few weeks last year. Then he kind of fell off, but he drives it straight. Uh, he drives it kind of long and straight, hits his irons good. Uh, we know he can make birdies. 3M champion, Austin Ekro, breakthrough victory uh, for the Oklahoma State grad. That's my pick at 3M. Yeah, I love that. You don't really got a chip around here, and we know Austin Eckrope can't chip, so that's a good pick. I'm going to go with a guy who, have either of us even mentioned, is he going to play this event? Probably not. Sam Burns. If, if Sam Burns is playing in this field, like, sure, I'll use him here because I don't know where else I'm going to use him. And if not, uh, Sam Burns doesn't play, I put him as, as my backup somewhere else, but uh, I'll put Eric Cole. I know this is a bit long for him, but the dude is a problem when he plays out of the fairway, so hopefully Eric Cole can hit some fairways, and I'll, I'll run him out here. Yeah, and that's, I love Burns. He's my guy. Uh, we know that. And I haven't listed him off either on any of these events, but definitely a guy that will be a backup for me on pretty much any given week. Like, I'm going to use him in one of these weeks that we've talked about. It'll depend. Hopefully he does play one of these weaker field events, and that's the chance to swoop him up. Uh, but yeah, Sam Burns, he uh, is a proven winner on the PGA Tour. He pretty much wins every season. So I think he'll get one yeah. at some point this year. We'll have to figure out when and where. Last event of the regular season, the Wyndham Championship uh a place an event that i think we both usually perform pretty well from a betting perspective i'll let you kick it off here at the Wyndham. uh who do you have you can guess mine you can you can guess mine is you gonna go henley here russell henley yeah you don't overthink it russell henley at the Wyndham. your 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 floor is t3 so we'll just we'll just run that out there actually the floor is t6 missing the playoff so we're gonna do that russell henley at the Wyndham. and then i'm gonna take another guy in the top three it's the top three locks are henley whoever the Siwoo, and uh, I'm going to go with Billy Horschel. That's if you those three guys are on the card at the Wyndham, you're going to have somebody in the mix. Uh, Horschel loves the Wyndham. Uh, he started to play better towards the end of last year. It's starting at the Wyndham is where that turned around. So uh, I think Billy Ho, he'll he'll do something this year. Either use Billy Ho in the Florida swing or use Billy Ho at Wyndham. I'm going to use him at Wyndham, but uh, yeah, yeah I think Wyndham because it's one of the easiest uh, courses to narrow down if if russell henley for some reason like is over this golf course because he cannot channel his sunday demons and he doesn't play i'm gonna go with taylor moore because you got two things for taylor moore is it a red state check it is and he finished he has two straight make cuts here including the top five so don't overthink that red state you play taylor moore so if he doesn't play i'll run i'll run, I'll run with taylor moore yeah, uh, that reminds me too. I've got more as a backup uh, at Rocket Mortgage uh, because I saw some polling showing that Trump has a big lead in Michigan this year. So if that's going to be a red state, then we'd have to maybe switch back and uh, go. And he blew a lead there, right? Yep, because it was still a blue state. So if it becomes he, a red he state. He remembered. Yeah, so yes. uh, that's a fundamental rule. You play Taylor Moore in the red states. Uh, so if uh, he plays Rocket Mortgage and the polling is still moving that direction, then I'll, I'll add him to my list at Rocket. Lord help the PGA Tour. They don't bring an event to Arkansas because it would just be the Taylor Moore patient to win by seven minus 400 uh, Taylor Moore <laughs> at the, at the I, Walmart could host something in like Northwest Arkansas yeah. championship in Bentonville. Uh, you'd have to <laughs> like his chances there. Um, that leads us to the playoffs. Uh, the FedEx uh, we've talked to, you've brought him up a few times here. I've going to save him. I keep him in my back pocket. Brian Harmon. Uh, I think he, okay. he's, I like him in a big event. He's proven that's when he wants to show up and ball. Uh, I don't think any of the other elevated events, really excite me for him so uh, i'm gonna save Harmon the whole year uh, and i'm gonna deploy the left-hander at the uh, fedex st jude classic i think he mixed uh, not last year but the year before yes i'm going to go with a, go a golf course that it's like the one golf course that just screams 
ball striking. You don't have to putt just because Justin Thomas did it one time ever. Uh, I'm going to go with Morikawa. Just fits that narrative, and he probably will be used by now. I kind of teed him up for here. Um, doesn't have the best results at this golf course, but there's no reason he cannot play well here. So I'm going to go with uh, Colin. That makes a ton of sense. And then the final event, the BMW at Castle Pines in uh, Colorado Elevation. Ball's going to be going a million miles there. I've uh, been to this course. It is awesome. I uh, I said Hovland wins the Open, but I'm actually, like I said, I think I'm going to use Rom or a Live guy in the Open. I'm going to actually save Hovland, now that I think about it, the whole year. Everybody's going to use Hovland. I'm just going to have him defend his BMW championship. Uh, we've seen guys defend their BMW championships before, most notably Mr. Patrick Cantlay. There's another uh, uh, Jack Nicholas course, so you can do the memorial comp. If you like him at Valhalla, okay. you got to love him at BMW. Uh, smaller field. He's literally won this event. So instead of uh, getting all excited and blowing your load on Hovland earlier in the year, I'd save him either for the Open or you're saying, I think you said PGA. So save him or you said, uh, U.S. Open. So save Hovland for later in the year. And I think I'm going to try to hold on the entire season uh, and come down to the last week. And I'm going to use Victor uh, to defend his BMW championship. I like that. I am going to go with a guy who, if he's not healthy at this point in the season, then I don't know what we're doing. It's a guy above my left shoulder. Bulls Torres. One career Corn Ferry Tour win that came in Colorado. We are back to Colorado. He already hits a mile. He's going to be hitting it two miles at altitude. Um, so I'm just banking on the health. I mean, like you said, you want to wait for Zaltoris. I'm going to wait all the way to the end of the season. Hopefully he's healthy by then. And I assume he will be because uh, what we saw over at the hero was really ugly. Just time. It's just time. It was his first event, not stressing about it. I think he should be good coming to, come to BMW. And we know his ceiling is besides anyone. So we'll go with Zal. Yeah, I really like that. And if I didn't even know he won on the corn ferry in Colorado. And now that you say that, I think, like I said, I'm either going to use Hovland at the Open or the BMW, one of these last end of the season events. But if you're telling me to sit on Zalatoris, uh, who am I to question you when it comes to Willie Z? So I think I'll probably, if he's, if, like I said, I like him at Houston. Uh, I think that monitor the work. situation. So yeah, we're going yeah, to monitor the situation. But if I don't use him at Houston, keep him in the back pocket all the way to the BMW. We also need to gauge if he's going to be on track to qualify for the BMW. Because if he isn't, then we've got bigger uh, problems. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, just a true monitor the situation. A true monitor the situation. That wraps up the season. Who do you think wins the uh, FedEx Cup overall? If you had to pick a winner of the uh, FedEx Cup, obviously Hopland won it last year. Who do you think? Um, uh, I can totally see zero majors one signature win one random win and win the fedex cup win the race to dubai rory mcelroy just that's just his thing i yeah i'll just do that yeah and i think you know rory it's been he didn't he hasn't won the fedex or he didn't win last year he seemingly wins it once every two or three years so that uh, makes sense to me that wraps up the uh, one and done season preview i think the highlight being benny norms at the canadian open that was uh what a moment that was what a moment what's uh quick turn of the tides got any uh, picks tonight on the hardwood what's your uh i saw you got off to a one and a start what you got anything special for us yeah we got uh arkansas i mean akron minus 10 Asheville plus nine and a half iu minus 14 oregon minus six and unlv minus four and a half so should be lost all right 
If you made it this far into the pod, those are your uh, winners on the hardwood. Matt, thanks for joining us. We will be back, uh, I think, Wednesday of Century Week to uh, break down our selections or some of our selections for that. I don't think the DP gets started for another couple weeks. Unfortunately, they got rid of one of the best events on the calendar in Abu Dhabi. Uh, We won't be able to pick that one. But uh, excited for the season. It'll be interesting to track and see uh, how many or if any uh, preseason winners come home for us. Matt, appreciate it. Uh, Enjoy your Christmas and uh, talk to you later. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you, guys.